Well, hello, God morning. I am so glad you picked today to come and pray with me. Let's get these blessings started. I'm your host, Pamela Staten, and today is July 29th. I'm dedicating today's podcast to my mother because she's getting ready to send five new prayers. Oh my God. She found five awesome new prayers and she's sending them to me and I just can't wait to introduce them into our prayer life. So let us pray in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Father, as a Christian, I represent you. My words must be kind, my heart must demonstrate compassion, and I must be an ambassador for you, ready for reconciliation. This is not easy, but it is necessary. I know my ability to reconcile issues with others is not based on my strength, nor is it a goal I can accomplish without you but I am confident your word will assist me. Your peace will abide with me. Your grace will uphold me. Help me not to remind myself of past hurts that may hinder my ability to resolve conflicts with others. This is a trick of the enemy. Instead, let me remember your word in me is so much greater, more powerful and more loving. Every wilderness experience has an ending, followed by a new chapter in life. However, forgiveness and reconciliation are the keys to open the door. So Father, as you bless me with a new season, help me to be a vessel of peace, love, and reconciliation. Lord, it is my desire to fulfill the plan you have for my life, I know moving forward does not mean weapons will not be formed against me, but in spite of what I may encounter, help me to remember the value of reconciliation. When anger attempts to sabotage my assignments from you, remind me peace rests in my willingness to resolve issues with your spirit and love. And Father, please do not allow any desire to seek revenge, enter into my heart and provide the adversary with a victory. As I begin a new season and leave my wilderness behind, I pray I will be a godly and loving vessel for you. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Amen. Good morning, God. You're ushering in another day, untouched and freshly new. So here I come to ask you, God, if you'll renew me too. Forgive the many errors that I made yesterday. And let me try again, dear God, to walk closer in thy way. But Father, I am well aware I can't make it on my own. So take my hand and hold it tight, for I can't walk alone. Amen. Heavenly Father, I call on you right now in a special way. It is through your power that I was created and every breath I take, every morning I wake and every moment of every hour I live under your power. 
Father, I ask you now to touch me with that same power. For if you created me from nothing, you can certainly recreate me. Fill me with the healing power of your spirit. Cast out anything that should not be in me. Mend what is broken. Root out any unproductive cells. Open any blocked arteries or veins and rebuild any damaged areas. Remove all inflammation and cleanse any infection. Let the warmth of your healing love pass through my body to make new any unhealthy areas so that my body will function the way you created it to function. And Father, restore me to full health in mind, body, and spirit so that I may serve you the rest of my life. I ask this through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Stay with us. Get in position. We're going to crack open some prayers today. And we're back with God's purposes for your life. 1 John 1 reads, If we confess our sins, he is faithful and righteous to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. In Christ, you are forgiven for the penalty of all your sin, past, present, and future, forever. However, you are called to confess your sins because there are still parts of you that aren't submitted to God, whereas areas your fellowship with him is hindered and you're not living in his freedom. So when you repent, you're agreeing with him that you've been doing things wrong and want to do things his way. Often people feel sorry for what they've done, but live in defeat because they don't really understand that the purpose of repentance is to change course. If this is you, then take heart. God will empower you to change. And it starts by acknowledging he has a right to teach you what to do. So if you have sins you need to confess, take full responsibility for your actions. Be honest with Jesus and obey whatever he says even when he does the painful work of rooting out the attitudes and behaviors that incited the transgressions in the first place. Because then you can enjoy open lines of communication with your Savior and experience the freedom he died to give you. Jesus, I repent. Teach me how to walk in your ways. Amen. Amen. Leviticus 17 says, The life of the body is in its blood. I have given you the blood on the altar to purify you, making you right with the Lord. And 2 Corinthians 5 says, And all of this is a gift from God, who brought us back to himself through Christ, and God has given us this task of reconciling people to him. 19 for God was in Christ, reconciling the world to himself, no longer counting people's sins against them, 
and he gave us this wonderful message of reconciliation. And 1 John 4 says, But you belong to God, my dear children. You have already won a victory over those people because the spirit who lives in you is greater than the spirit who lives in the world. Amen. Okay, God's way day by day. It says every minute of the day. So Matthew 28 says, Lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. In the form of the Holy Spirit, Jesus is with us at all times. He is always present in our lives every minute of every hour of every day. How blessed we are to live in a time of the Holy Spirit. When Jesus was alive on the earth, he could not be in two places at one time. But now, Jesus is free of all constraints of time and space. By the power of the Holy Spirit, he is with each of those who believe in him at all times. We never need to call for Jesus to show up. He is already present. Amen. And God's promises day by day. Isaiah 41. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Whatever circumstances, whatever the call, whatever the duty, whatever the price, whatever the sacrifice, God's strength will be your strength in your hour of need. Guaranteed. Amen. And commanding your morning, a daily devotional. Just as you might read several books about the same author in school to become familiar with their voice, so the Bible is a great place to start learning the way God speaks to us. And I don't mean that you should go comfortable with King James English. I mean, you get familiar with God's character through his word that as we might with a close friend or a spouse, we know instantly whether or not something we hear is something we should say. Bow your head. Father, your word says your sheep know your voice. I decree and declare that as one of your sheep, I am able to discern your voice. Sharpen my spiritual discernment so that I can hear you more clearly. Unblock the lines of communication between us. I resist and repel all doubt and unbelief now in the name of Jesus. I resist every ungodly opinion that would prevent me from believing what you say. I love your words and I will hide them in my heart that I might not sin against you. In Jesus' name, amen. When we come back, I'm going to read from the Bible. Stay tuned. And now I'm reading from the Charles F. Stanley Life Principles Bible. 
What can I do when my feelings go from discouraged to hopeless? If you feel hopeless, helpless, or powerless, unable to deal with people or problems, and on the verge of exhaustion, take heart in the prophet Habakkuk's stirring conclusion to his short book. Knowing that a savage army of Babylonians would soon plunder his homeland, Habakkuk was discouraged. Surely the coming destruction would be absolutely unbearable. Yet despite the disheartening scenario, Habakkuk penned an amazing response. He said, I will joy in the God of my salvation. The Lord God is my strength. He will make my feet like deer's feet and he will make me walk on high hills. Even if the crops all failed, the livestock died, and everything he had learned to depend on was ruined. Habakkuk still trusted in the Lord. Where did the prophet find such hope in the face of such terrible calamity? For one thing, clearly he had been strengthened by God's word. His expression of faith closely echoes the words of David, uh, which David uttered centuries before, and that was, The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer, my God, my strength in whom I will trust, my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. I will call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised, so I shall be saved from my enemies." Amen. Those are pretty heavy words, but the answer is always in the Bible. Lean on your Bible. Please try and read it daily. I start with as I open up my Bible at the start of each day, I lift my eyes to heaven and I most sincerely pray, Lord, open up my heart and mind to hear these words today. I want to understand you, Lord. Please hear these words I say. These stories that were written so many years ago hold the way to my salvation. Your word has told me so. I thank you for my life, Lord, the blessings of your son, for my family, friends, and neighbors. I love them, everyone. And when I close my eyes, Lord, at the ending of each day, I will praise my Father up in heaven for the gifts he sent my way, for the universe he created and the lives of those I love. There's nothing greater in my life than my love for God above. Amen. And now hope for each day. It says, Proverbs 3, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. There will always be secrets and motives of God that lie beyond our grasp. God knows everything and we do not. Only in heaven will we understand God's ways more fully. As Paul said, now I know in part, but then I shall know just as I also am known. Amen. Based upon what we do know about God's character demonstrated supremely in the cross, 
we can trust that God is doing what is best for us. God says in his word, I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you and not harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Picture a piece of embroidery placed between you and God with the right side up facing toward God. Man sees the loose frayed ends, but God sees the whole pattern. God is in control. He's in control of everything. Everything. Just relinquish that power and you'll be so safe. Whatever comes into our lives, we can confidently say, we know that all things work together for those who love God to those who are called according to his purpose. Amen. And you can read that in Romans 8. Okay, Ephesians 4.1 says, I urge you to live a life worthy of the calling you have received. Someone has wisely observed that the only Bible some people will ever read is the one they see demonstrated in the life of a Christian. In other words, the way we live often speaks far louder than our words. People may tell us that they don't believe the Bible, but they can't deny its power as they see it change our life, guide our decisions, and influence how we live. What do people see when they look at you? Do they see someone whose life reflects Christ? Do they see in you the Christ-like traits of love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. I know that Dee and Mike and Nicole can answer yes. Ask God to rule in your heart and to remake you from within into the person he wants you to be. Then ask him to help you be sensitive to those around you who may be successful on the outside, but inwardly are empty and confused, so that by your life and your words, they may discover the joy and peace that come from knowing Christ. Amen. What beautiful prayers, what beautiful words. Hold on, be right back. And before we end today, I want you to ask yourself, and I mean sincerely ask yourself right now, what do you really need? And I hope this is your answer. Where there is faith, there is love. Where there is love, there is peace. Where there is peace, there is God. Where there is God, there is no need. So if you can honestly say to yourself today that you don't have any need, and I mean need today, okay? Then 
that means you have God. Because where there is God, there is no need. It's been absolutely thrilling to pray with you today. It fills my heart. It's something I look forward to. I hope you are too. I hope this podcast has become a hobby for you. I hope that you have gone to anchor.fm forward slash Pamela hyphen M hyphen Staten forward slash support and have signed up. You know, basically letting us know you're listening. Uh, Some people donate a little. That's fine. Mainly let us know you're here so that our ratings can continue to soar. Remember, praying is the best thing you can do for your relationship with God. So great. I look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Have a blessed day. Bye for now.